The Culture Shift right here on 101.9 WDET. I'm Ryan Patrick Hooper. Thank you so much for listening to us. We really appreciate you having uh, you on the show today. Amanda LeClaire joins me live in studio, my partner in crime. How are you, Amanda? I'm doing great. Happy Friday, Ryan. It's so good to be back on the show since we've been preempted for the last few days for the impeachment hearing. It's a relief, I think. (laughs) You know, we've been hearing these impeachment hearings, and now we're going to dive more into arts and culture. That's what we do here on Culture Shift. It's already been an incredible show talking about an exhibit at the MSU Library focusing on the role of green books. We had the first Americans ever to compete in para-dance sport. That was awesome. And now we're going to kind of stay within the world of dance. Is that right, Amanda? Yeah, so there's a stunning performance happening tomorrow night in Dearborn. Uh, It's at the Arab American National Museum and it will be presenting Dancing Identities Defining Place. Now, this performance features the work of Leila Awadala and Audrey Johnson. And this collaboration is with the University Musical Society, and it's going to be exploring uh, these themes of oppression, identity, and imagination. And to explain how these topics will be explored through movement is Layla herself is here live in studio. She's a Palestinian-American dancer, choreographer, and filmmaker, along with Claire Croft, who joins me. She's the creator and curator of Daring Dances. It's a program from the University of Michigan's Department of Dance that aims to explore social justice through the lens of artistic movement. Claire, Layla, welcome to Culture Shift. Thanks for having us. us. So Claire, I want to start with you. Can you break down this program, what Daring Dances is, and how this evening of performances with Layla and Audrey will fit into the mission? Yeah, so I created Daring Dances in part because I just really love watching dance, and I feel like watching dance is how... I've learned to ask questions about things that I want to know more about and really think about how big ideas and political questions affect people and their bodies. And so getting to present work by Layla and by Audrey, folks really thinking about how um, dance is a way to think about big questions for Layla, thinking about the struggles in Palestine and questions about how do we know where we live and who's lived here before us feels really, really crucial. And then Audrey's work thinking about blackness and queerness from a femme perspective um, feels both important and I get to be moved and think differently and, and feel it in my body too. Yeah, and as curator, what drew you to the work of these particular artists, Layla and Audrey Johnson? Well, Audrey, for folks around Detroit who've seen uh, her work in things like Hard Dance Stories performances, um, she's just a really magic performer. I've gotten to be in rehearsal processes with her before, and she's one of those people who your eyes always drawn to and a really interesting thinker. And then actually another Detroit-based artist, Leah Tawill, was the person who turned me on to Layla's work. And as I started watching and really wanting to know more about Arab and Arab-American dance, which we don't get to study a lot in many kind of university and dance spaces, it felt like Layla was doing something really important and bringing up some topics that aren't brought up enough. Yeah, well, Layla, let's bring you into the conversation. And this work called Raz Abu Amar is here. It uses a variety of mediums to confront oppression, specifically in Palestine and the U.S. Uh, Can you talk about what unfolds in this performance and, and what message you're trying to convey to the audience? Yeah, of course. So Ras Abu Amar is here is a piece that looks at um, the question of home and how the destruction of home affects the body. 
So as we begin the piece, we start very early on with the loss of home, a section about the loss of home. And from there, we have to figure out where to go, what has happened, how to process um, a home that is lost far away, but also, yeah, where our home is now and how that memory lives in our bodies and resonates through movement. And we find um, the ways that the scar tissue of loss builds us up into another being, into um, coming from our ancestors and feeling their presence while also manifesting new future for ourselves. And so I'm joined by my sister, Noelle Awadala, and um, the text of our collaborator, Lamia Abukadra. And um, we're, we're exploring the th- these themes of home and where they are. Yeah. When you're thinking about uh, how to how to perform and convey these hard discussions and these themes presented in your work, um, how do you feel like the audience responds to, you know, what you're trying to do is it's a very intimate thing for you and very intimate um, uh, experiences that you've had that you're trying to give to the audience? Yeah. So um, often as a Palestinian American, uh, the reason I decided I really needed to claim my Palestinianness in every conversation and creation I make is because of the 70 years of efforts to erase those people and their struggle on the land that they are from. And so that led me to want to create and speak about really difficult things, um, which is not easy. And often when I see uh, difficult things on the news or the way Palestine is talked about, it hurts a lot um, and it frustrates me. So I knew that if I put this into performance, it's you can't do it without it hurting. Like it has to go deep down into this gritty pain, which the audience can feel with us and empathize on a human level rather than just sound bites um, on grazing over like a massacre and then just moving on. So um, we're really trying to bring that pain into the space, but also find ways to find resilience within that. Um, Yeah. And again, this is a performance happening tomorrow night at the Arab American National Museum in Dearborn. It's called Dancing Identities Defining Place, an evening with Audrey Johnson and Leila Odawala. And right now in studio is Claire Croft as well. She is the creator and curator of Daring Dances. It's a program from the University of Michigan uh, that seeks to explore social justice through the lens of this artistic movement. And Leila, I, I want to ask you as well, as you've been performing and creating this piece, you know, dance is, is such a vehicle uh, for storytelling and revelation. Did, did anything new come up for you? Did you have any, and uh, I guess, new ideas that you wanted to try to add into the performance? Yeah, of course. I think daily we have new ideas. Um, We started the work in August at a residency with Daring Dances. And I think every time we perform it, we find more space. It's like it gets bigger and time gets wider. And so you find um, the delicate uh, balance of how, how long a movement lasts or how long a look lasts. And I think the biggest takeaway I've gotten is that, um, me and my sister Noelle were were of the same body, but we're in different dimensions of time. So it's about finding each other across time, um, and that has gotten stronger and stronger. So I'm really excited. 
about that. Yeah, it sounds like it's being a, a catalyst for healing for you. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to ask a question to both of you, Claire and Layla. Uh, how can people who aren't trained as dancers and who may not have the kind of deep connection with the body that, that you two do, how can they think differently uh, about, you know, being in their body and its placement in the world? Well, I think one of the things I think about a lot is many of us spend lots of time looking at bodies and sort of reading body language. I, I tell friends, if you walk into your house and your parent or your kid or your roommate is sitting there with their arms closed and crossed, you make all kinds of assumptions. So I think what I'm interested in is how we can bring all the tools we have for watching bodies and thinking about what bodies mean into a place when we call something dance. So I think actually whether you're trained in dance or not, you probably pay a lot of attention to bodies. And so how to just kind of show up really open and just uh, pay attention to the details of bodies when we're in a theater in the same way you would walking down the street or walking into your kitchen. Yeah. Layla, do you have any, ad any advice? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, we listen to music all the time, even when we're not trained musicians. We watch movies all the time, even though we don't maybe make films. So an exciting thing about dance is that it's the same. You can come to dance, and even if you've never been to a dance performance before, you can approach it like going to a concert or seeing a movie. And it's just for you. There's no right or wrong answer, you know. I think a lot of friends that come for, to dance for the first time, they're like, well, I didn't get it or I didn't figure it out, and that's okay. You just can receive it. Yeah. Again, we're talking with Layla Awadala and uh, Claire Croft. She's the curator of curator of the Daring Dances program, and you can see their performance tomorrow night at the Arab American National Museum in Dearborn. It starts at 6 p.m., I believe? 8 p.m. 8 p.m. All right. Then you're listening to Culture Shift here on 1019 WDET.